welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 59. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. And then we have Ryan Gray. Yeah, you were supposed to go right after Ryan. Say hello, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, what's up, guys? Ryan here. We brought Ryan on today. So uh, we, we got a full house. And uh, and I'm not sure what we're going to chat about today, but, but we're going to have some fun. And hopefully the dogs give us minimal amounts of trouble. Yeah, Mimi's in a playful mood today. So... Yeah. Ryan, introduce yourself. Tell people who you are. Oh, golly. Um, my name is Ryan Gray. Um, I was Sean's former business partner. I guess I am still a business partner with Sean. Um, I own Stable Living, uh, Assisted Living, and then uh, kind of do some real estate stuff. So, And I uh, own a trailer park and a motel. Yeah. Love it. Love and, it. And you have a wife and kid? Yeah, I got a beautiful kid and wife, too. You know, And I got the kid alone this week, so that's fun, but... That sounds like a bundle of joy. It's pretty cool, actually. Are you surviving so far? Well, she's at grandma's right now, so. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Come on. All right. So, go. So we were chatting earlier before this, and I kind of want to kick the show off with it. Uh, go ahead and ask us what you, what we were talking about right before this. Okay. Uh, so my big question that I had for Sean and Sam is they've been doing podcasting for about a year now and I just wanted to get uh, some recommendations they had if I wanted to start a podcast or anybody else wanted to start a podcast. All right. I, I love it. I So so for me, right, Sam, Sam's going to have something different. Um, but what I think is crucial, you can kind of come up with topics pretty easy with a little bit. A lot of my topic ideas come from like whatever I experienced during the week. Um or if I like read something new or listen to a podcast or something, that's where a lot of my topics come from. Um, but one thing that's really crucial to have for doing podcasts every week is to have a Sam who will edit it for you <laughs> because I'm too goddamn lazy to do that. That's your advice. That's your only bit of advice. My advice is to get a Sam. There you go. Um, my advice is... Pay for the good equipment. Oh, that's really true. Yeah, our first couple episodes, we got the cheapest mics we could find. Well, maybe second cheapest. They were like $30 a piece. And they broke after three episodes. So we tried like $30 mics, and they broke, and we tried a $60 mic, and that thing broke right away. Um, And then we jumped up to the Yeti mics, and we've had them ever since. Yeah, so the one uh, you're using, Ryan, is about $120. Yeah. Um, it's the same one Sean has, but now Sean has a $100 arm with it. Yeah. Fancy. Mm-hmm. And then the one I have is a little bit more expensive. Yeah. So equipment, and then you have to have like uh, two recording things, right? Like uh, we use voice meter and what? Um, Audacity. Yeah. To record. Yeah. And then YouTube is your best friend to learn how to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube will teach you pretty quick how to operate those two. Uh, yeah. So all in, what do you think you would need to set up your own personal podcast, money-wise? I think it's only like two hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah, because all the software I use is free. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you can get obviously better softwares, but it works for what we do, and that's all I really care. Um. If we really wanted to, we could get uh, more expensive mics, which are um, XLR mics instead of USBs. Um, those are probably twice the price and then you need more stuff, um, to be able to have more than one mic. Yeah. So that's like top of the line. We have like middle, middle grade shit, I would say. That works just fine. Yeah. Um, and I highly suggest doing like a test episode that you're not like planning on releasing at all. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's good just to have an episode. Weird. Um, an episode to experiment with and not care if you fuck it up or not. Yeah, we definitely, our first episode we ever recorded, uh, we threw the whole damn thing away. We, we had to stop midway because Sean was just miserable. Yeah, it, it just was, because we tried doing it very scripted. Um, so we tried doing something very scripted. And no, I, 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 it wasn't scripted. It was just a topic you weren't passionate about at all. Yeah, we got like halfway through. I said, fuck this. What topic was it? 
um, it was just introducing ourselves, okay. and Sean was so bored with it. So I was like, okay, let's just like do something like we actually care about, it. and it was goal setting. Yeah. And Sean, Sean and I just went off. It was like it was super easy. It was really nice. Yeah, we decided pretty fast to uh, to say f trying to trying to be like formal. Mm-hmm. And we just said, ah, screw it, we'll just do whatever we want to do. Yeah. So that's what we did. I feel like most big podcasts probably just run it, right? Talk in your microphone, Ryan. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> uh, I think I think a lot of them, at least a lot of the ones that we listen to, I think they just kind of run it. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people edit um, stuff out in the middle. So, like, because Sean and I want to do YouTube videos with it, uh, I've really stopped editing pretty much anything out um in the middle so like that's why now like you hear the dogs walking around a lot more um luckily we haven't had the dogs barking in the middle of an episode yet Mm -hmm. since we started not cutting things out that's true um so yeah Mm. yeah it's kind of cool ryan how's um how are, are you in the green for today yeah, the stock market's been all right today, but the last last two months have been the worst two months since I started investing. So, dude, <laughs> the last two months have been a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, I think I'm. I think my past year, I was up over a hundred percent. I wasn't into it as much as you guys were, mm. but I'm I'm still green, but I'm not very green in the year anymore. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, yeah, it. Uh, I I wonder, because we've only really been investing, the both of us, for like a full year. Um, wait, no, that's not true. Like, I've been doing it for about two years now. About two years I've been doing it for. How about you? Um, so Robinhood in general, I guess I started, I'm pretty sure I got on the travel stock thing with you guys, but I was like two months late, so I missed out like 50%. Yeah. But then ever since then I was in, I think I had like... Maybe five hundred dollars in before that, and I had some Bitcoin. I saw I had some Dogecoin when it was like point zero 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 something, and I'm like, "Gosh, I would have just. I wish I would have jumped in a little, like you know a year earlier." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we did quite a bit in 2019, John. We did, didn't we? Yeah. So two and a half years. And then your good old friend Dylan Herrick told us huh. to sell out bef- like in November because everything was going to crash. Yeah. So we sold out, and then. Out of everything, which if we would have kept our Bitcoin, we'd be rich. We wouldn't be rich, but we'd have a lot more goddamn money. Because, yeah. yeah, I had a, a couple Bitcoin then. Yeah, Sean had um, quite a bit of Bitcoin. Well, so what is it? You guys were still out, though, during the big dip, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so we, that, that, it saved us. Yeah. It saved us. I the only, I wish we wouldn't have sold out of our Bitcoin, but everything else we should have sold out. Yeah. Like, selling out was good. That's what Yeah, so we sold out, and that's what saved us because... Once that massive hit took, we were like, oh, shit, dude. Yes, this wasn't in, like, no or December like we were figuring, but it happened in March. And, uh, boy, we were we saved a lot of money by being out. Holy man. Yeah. But, yeah, if we would have saved in Bitcoin, because I think Sean and I both had Bitcoin while it was, like, $6,000. I had some at 42 Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, had, I, had, I had two and a half at 4200 <laughs> That oh, hurts. That yep. hurts. Yeah. That hurts, dude. Was it? I know. What is it? Tomorrow they're giving out the uh, inflation data. So oh, it's supposed to come in at seven point one percent is what they are saying it's supposed to come in at. Um, if it goes below, the stock market's going to go really, really green. If it's set over seven point one, which a lot of people think it is, mm-hmm. obviously, we're going to be really, really red. So, so is that inflation for the past year? Or is that inflation for this upcoming year? For the quarter. The quarter. I oh. believe. I believe. Okay. Jeez. The last quarter. Okay. Damn. Which, you know, we'll see what happens. But if it's over, we might be going back down. So. <laughs> you know what? I I would. I would be okay because we're so far down right now. I would honestly be okay. We're almost there to a point where like mass buying becomes acceptable. Yeah. So. I would almost, where we're at right now, I'd almost be cool with it dropping a little more, and then I'll buy some more, and then, then wherever it goes from there is whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm about, I'm $10,000 off from mass buying Bitcoin, 
and a thousand dollars off from mass buying Ethereum. So uh, that'd be cool. <coughs> yeah, I wrote my owner's draws checks today because of tomorrow so we'll see what happens <laughs> smart dude that's yeah. so damn smart i love it damn. yeah yeah that's i mean was it the business splitting money that sean and I, we both took a chunk out just to put it in robin hood oh yeah that business splitting money ryan we we've ate through over half of it just by throwing it in goddamn robin, robin hood and yeah. shit <laughs> Yeah, I got that in so many different stocks and cryptos and shit now. And uh, but you all know what's awesome? We put it in there, and then I just kept watching it go down and down and down and down. Um, well, your stocks. Are yours up? Um, everything that I put in with that money, yeah. Damn. Up from when I bought it. Okay. Sean and I reinvested in uh, some travel stocks again. Yeah. Yep. Oh, those ones are up. You're right. Those yeah, ones are those up. Those ones are up. But the cryptos is what's killing me right now. Mm-hmm. Was it this is a me Kevin thing? So who knows about me Kevin? But he's saying um, a lot of people, which makes sense why Sam Singer stuff's not going down, is a lot of like the big companies right now, or what is it? A lot of investors are putting their money into big companies because that's like parking money. Oh. Like, it, like the chance of it going down a lot is a lot lower. So when like things are risky. You park money into the big companies, which would make sense. Oh, but it's not dumping. Where that's like, smart. Yeah, crypto mm-hmm. and small cap companies are just tanking. Like. Yeah, because yeah. dude, that's exactly right. Most of my money and your money too is in is in a lot of small cap stocks. Yeah. Um, I, damn, I never thought of that. I don't either. He talks and talks, and I'm like, I get one piece, and then I lose it all. But. He actually <laughs> said something valid. He says he says a lot of like he has a lot of good tidbits. And this is what um, actually. So, uh, I was on a uh, the Bur. Are you, do you follow the Burr forum, Ryan, on Facebook? Yeah, I think he invited me, and I finally got on there. Nice. So, um, this is this is what I noticed with a lot of people that annoys me, but they do have a lot of good content. So we talked about it before. Graham Stephan, me, Kevin, and uh, Robert Kiyosaki too does it. It's just like the world's dying crash 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 dead um but all that shit is like headings to get your attention in the videos or in the podcasts there they actually have a lot of like good knowledge and i've noticed that a lot with like robert kiyosaki shit is yes he's very doomsday-ish but if you look into what he's saying it makes a lot of sense. And same with like Meet Kevin and Graham Stephan is their stuff sounds really bad. But if you look into it, it's like, oh, I see why you say this. That makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy, I hate like, because they all put out videos and they say the market's going to die or whatever. So I usually like in the morning, I'll watch their live stream and it's like an hour long. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those times, it's not about views because it's not about a big topic. It's more just like what's going on, like as my news. Okay. It's like the streams. I feel like I pull a lot more out of it. Where like their videos, I literally like you said, Graham Stephanie will say this happened today and blah blah blah, and it's just like you click on them like, yeah, that happens every week. Like, why are you posting this? Hundred like, percent content. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, those live streams, like you said, that there's a lot of value in those. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Interesting. The other was a question I wanted to ask and see what both of you guys are kind of thinking. Yep. Where do you think the real estate market is going, I guess, more in our local area? Because I've noticed, obviously, there's a lot more competition, I think, right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even, like, like three years ago, like, we, if we would have gotten three years ago, we'd be, you know, multimillionaires just because, you know, we got going now. Like, there's so many people that are involved. As well as, like, a lot of the big people, like, you know, our coaches, Josh and Audrey, they're almost doing less, I feel like, because the prices are so high. Yeah. yeah. So where do you guys kind of think, you know, <clears throat> good people make it out and the rest might die in this next? I think the people that are willing to go find deals like you are, I think the people that are willing to put in that extra work to find off-market deals are going to be the ones that prosper. And I think everybody who's waiting around trying to get something on the market or on Craigslist or Facebook 
is just going to get stomped on. And the, the deals, most like almost any deal you see on the market, there's not there's no meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. You, if you If you run a true analysis with saving for CapEx and maintenance, most of them don't cash flow. And so what I see with it, I think real estate became really cool, Um, whether that's the internet or what. Why do you think that is? Why do you think real estate became so cool? I think it has to be because knowledge is like so much easier to like get at now. Because there's so many like big names out there like saying real estate's it, real estate's it, real estate's going to make you rich, real estate's your retirement plan. So I think a lot of like, because it's so much more well known now, people are doing it. That could sure be a thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But the thing is, is I'm guessing a lot of those people that do it because of that um, probably don't do enough research into it. So I think the people who like actually put forth a good effort, like you said, um, mm-hmm. like search for properties will probably succeed. And then... Well, I give it two years with the people that are over, overpaying properties right now. will sell the ones they have and lose money on them. Or they'll just get fed up and just quit looking or think that they're not like, or just be like, oh, real estate doesn't actually work. Mm-hmm. But like eventually, like interest rates have to go up. Well, I mean, they are going they up are going currently, up. but they're going to have to go up even more. So I think that'll probably... Um, probably uh make people not consider it as much in the future i agree yeah that's so true money because then yes prices will go down which will be actually really good for us Mm -hmm. um but the interest rates might scare people away yeah i think it will hmm i didn't Uh, think of that honestly like in eau claire sean and i were talking about this the other day ryan i think in eau claire like Sean's business will probably succeed quite a bit with flipping homes because homes always need updating. Like, there's always going to be another house that needs updating. Mm -hmm. But I think in the Eau Claire area, there's a lot of young investors. Mm -hmm. um, And we know a lot of them. So I think the market, like, I think there's going to be too many real estate investors um, in Eau Claire. So there won't be as many properties for, like, everyone to scoop up. But, like, flipping homes, there's always going to be a house to flip. Yeah, because there's not too many flippers. At least it doesn't seem like there's an excess amount of flippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, like, they do work for other people, not for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really true. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ryan? What do you think the, the market gonna going to do? Honestly... I think it's still going to go up. Um, I do agree that I think there really isn't any big flippers in Eau Claire. So I think definitely, like, as long as you can find the deals, mm-hmm. you're going to be in a good position. Like, as a wholesaler and what I do a little bit here and there, um, I definitely wish I found more cheap investment properties because I think I can make a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I would say the, uh, you know, cheaper flips are a lot easier to come by. And a lot of the flippers are the ones that, you know, they want to pay nothing because they've got a couple of those in their lifetime and they don't look at the big picture. Yes. Where I think, like, you do pretty good with, hey, you know, I don't need to make, you know, $70,000 on every flip, even though I've done that maybe one time. Yep. Like, I'm okay with making 10 to 20% per flip or, you know, burying it, where a lot of people, that big picture, like, those guys that think they're going to get, you know, six deals that kill every year, mm-hmm. they're going to struggle, I think, once, you know, that dries up and, you know, there's a lot of people sending letters now. There's a lot of people cold calling just in our little circle that's going to make that, uh-huh. you know, that more tough. Yeah. Um, I do think also like the bigger, you know, the 16 unit I'm looking at, the 8 units, stuff like that. Everyone just wants that stuff so bad and they're willing to overpay for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's going to go. I, there's, I, I feel like there's not as many people who can afford those though i feel like when you when you get bigger like your 16 unit yeah and bigger i think those ones will we will have a little bit better chance at i think the sellers of those are are the ones that are gonna like try and get more out of it than they need or than they should 
I don't think it'll be there be too many buyers for it. I think it'll be the seller being like, oh, I know the market's up, so I know like mm-hmm. people will overpay for this. But in reality, I think that's only for like duplexes and triplexes right now. And fourplexes. Fourplexes. Yeah, the little yeah the little <laughs> units that are like <clears throat> six hundred grand and less, people will just fucking do anything for. I feel like and overpay so much. I mean, a side by side duplex right now is basically gold if you can get it like ten thousand dollars under value. So yeah, it makes sense. Oh, it's food. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, yeah, just look at some of the ones. Some of the side by sides we were seeing what two years ago that one side by side up by us two seventy. Now the guy's like, yeah, don't talk to me unless you're gonna offer me three thirty. Yeah. And we're like, did you raise rents? No. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's what else do you guys think about like all the building too? Because I mean, building in Eau Claire, like Altoona, it's just nuts. Like I mean, everywhere you look right now, there's apartments going up. So it's like. You know, is that low income or, you know, like we were talking about small homes that, you know, they're not building anymore $150,000 houses or lower. So I think that niche is probably one of the best ones to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely the niche. I I love that niche because my turnover on that is like six weeks for an update for two guys. So if I can get four guys rocking on that, we can do a turnover on a two bed, one bath house in like four to six weeks. So that makes it very appealing to me, all while only having to put like $20,000 in. Compared to like the big Mambo Jumbo flips, dude, we checked, we're at uh, Patton, we're at $83,000 into Patton right now. How many weeks? Oh, fuck, we got that. We started working on that in August, bro. August. Full time, how long? Three months? Full time three months okay. and so 12 weeks so that's double and we're gonna finish it up this week so so i mean i guess what do the math so if you did three full months and you think you could do so that's four two bed or no three two bed one bath three two bed one bath in the time of one mambo jumbo yes the profit on this is about 1.5 times higher than the normal but that does not make up for it because by that math, we'd need it three times higher. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's good math to do, though. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal, dude. Oh, and that, that goes into our... We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit, but our profit first we talk about. Um, but as far as building, I don't understand why we're going so crazy with building because... Well, everyone there, says there's a housing shortage. Is there that many fucking people needing to rent? I think a lot of, like, I honestly think um, there's probably quite a few people moving out of, like, the city's region. Um, and, like, Eau Claire's, like, the next biggest city that's not, like, really connected to it. That could like, be like, a thing. I mean, because Hudson, I guess, is the next biggest one. Yeah, but that's connected, right, to it. Yeah. Um, that's just my theory. I have no proof behind that. Um, but, yeah, they, I mean... Everyone says there's a housing housing shortage, and every one of these new brand new apartments like instantly get rented out. That's why I don't understand where the fuck are these where are these people living or working. Right, Do, working. That's a Dude, phenomenal question. Those are expensive too. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, because uh, my manager, she's been looking at them, mm-hmm. um, but she goes and looks at them for fun because she knows she's not gonna really want to pay that. Right. And I just can't believe like how how expensive they're like making it and like how small like ryan some of these apartments are super super small and they're charging like what was it like 11, 1200 11 to 1200 for like a 500 square foot apartment yeah a little two bed one bath and i don't understand dude that's a lot of, like if you're a single person how are you supposed to live you have to have a roommate but those are instantly getting rented out like instant it is ridiculous. So that's why I say, like, flipping is always going to be a thing because people are always going to want to pay more for nicer stuff. Yep. Um, and I'm also curious then, because, like, we've all seen by the university, um, there's a rental company that's been buying a lot of the old shitty houses and then tearing them down and building their big 
Well, four to six, dude. Ryan, have you seen how many new 48? four to six units have gone up down there? I've seen a couple. Yeah, there's like they since we've gotten out of school, I think they've added five, yeah. four or five. They've added, and they when we were in, still in school, they fucking threw up what four of them right there down on yeah, I think that, no, right no, off of water. Three, three, four? three or four. They put up right away when we were still in school. And they're really nice. Those are super nice. I think right. those ones are six units, three. I think it, I think they range four to eight units. Four to eight units. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, there's a couple of them that are like three stories tall. Yep. I think they have a couple. Yep. And they get like really good rent. I think five hundred room for those nice updated mm-hmm. ones. When we were going to college, it was like four fifty. So they've definitely like increased their rents there. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there could be a lot more of that. People are, um. Like the big real estate people buying the smaller, shittier stuff and putting up bigger, nicer shit on top. I can't imagine your return's gonna be gr- your return's gonna be dog shit. Think of buying a hundred fifty thousand dollar house and dropping four hundred grand into building a goddamn eight unit. Well, that's right now. I mean, you got to think they were building those when materials weren't that high. That's true. I guess, and then. What's that eight unit going to turn into in ten years? That appreciation is going to double, and then you the elevated rent. You think yeah, the perum and the building in that area is going to be a lot better than mm-hmm. building somewhere else and getting a thousand for a three bed. You know, that's so true. Downtown, yeah, down. Especially that's true. The, the, Very true. Where the university students are, like you're guaranteed for those to get rented out. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think those are three beds. I think a lot of those are three bed. Yeah. Two baths. And so, I mean, you got to figure 1,500 times eight. Jesus, they're making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, they're making money. That's sweet. I love that. Yeah, and I think they only pay for water. I think students have to pay for garbage and electricity. Yeah. Yep. But, dude, so I understand, right? Like, I understand the renting thing. Because when you're going to college, you're like, oh, I don't really know if I'm going to be here forever. So I don't want to buy a house, even though, I mean, that's what you did, Ryan. And that's what I also did, or my parents did for us. And then we uh, rented it from them was, did you actually like make money by owning a house in college? Because you rented out to your friends. Mm-hmm. And then you're like living for free. <clears throat> um so I see that I see the aspect of like most people are like oh I'm only here for four years so why buy? However, in these markets, dude, you would just fucking make money hand over fist in four years. But you gotta think though how it's it'd be so hard for most college students to be able to buy a house. I don't people think don't, most can. Yeah, I'm, people don't save up money to buy a house for college. Right. They should teach kids to do that, but. What is it? Me and Eva, we actually, I remember when we were 18, we were actually looking at rentals. We didn't want to buy a house. We didn't even know anything about buying a house. And then we were looking in the college area and a couple other areas, and we actually couldn't get approved on a rental application. Like, we were getting denied. So we, you know, met with the realtor, and prices were so low, and we ended up buying our house. So we got approved to buy a house, but we got, you know, denied on, like, five rentals before we bought. So we're like... You know, why are we allowed to buy a house when we're not allowed to rent a house? That doesn't make any sense, right? That's crazy. And that's that's the same logic, though, too, with, like, people who are currently renting and pay, like, $1,100, $1,200 in rent can't get approved for a mortgage, which is generally cheaper Cheaper. than that. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. It's just like, what the fuck? It is crazy to think, though, that, like, some people, and I I talked to uh, Foxborough with that, like, they are stricter on giving people like renting to people than you going and buying a house like they are strict as shit on letting people rent from them it's and they have they have under they have over a thousand properties they manage except for you getting a house well i can't get a house yeah let's hear about this yeah dude all right so so check it out i love this i love this so much so this just shows how flawed the whole system is so i take in I taken uh so I sold the business trying so uh, rewind three years ago um, Ryan and I both were looking at buying houses three years ago and they wouldn't use our income because our business had not been established with two years of tax returns or like and and then didn't have like two good years of tax returns <laughs> so 
I sell the business to Ryan and I call a bank because I'm like, hey, I found a house I want to buy. Can I get approved? And they're like, oh, yep, you still have stable living? And I'm like, no, I sold it. And they're like, what do you do now? I was like, flip houses. And they're like, well, do you have tax returns for that? And I'm like, no, I just started doing it this year. And they're like, oh, so you don't have income. And I was like, well, I've got like $3,500 a month in cash flow. And they're like, well, that doesn't count. And I'm like, what do you mean that doesn't count? And they're like, it's not on your tax return. I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. And so, so they're like, they're like, you don't have any income. And I'm like, but I can show you exactly how much I make per month cash flow. I can show you how much I make flipping houses. They're like, it does not matter until you have two years of tax returns proving it. And um, yeah, so I thought it was really awesome. <laughs> and uh, I can't get a house. Did you ask them if, you know, so Sean did owner financing for part of his uh, sellout. Are those payments, are they worth anything to the bank either? I um, don't think they would. They So those are not worth, because of the three-year amount, those aren't worth anything to the uh, regular bank, but they are to commercial. Ugh. I brought, because I brought it up to, uh, to uh, commercial lending, and they're like, Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that like that's gonna help uh, prove you for more loans and stuff. And I'm like, that's so cool. Um, yeah, but so, not residential. So we'd have to use my income for a person. Like I would have to get the lo- the house. Yep. Which I mean, I make good money for what I do, but I don't make good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not buying the house that we wanted to get. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, we were considering at the time. Yeah. Um, but the other funny thing is like. Sean literally can call his banker and get approved for a commercial loan for probably however much he wants. As long as the deal makes sense. As long as the deal makes sense. He can get a commercial loan, but can't get a personal loan. I love it. I love it. So flawed. So flawed. Yeah. So. I don't even know if you're getting around that. No, no, I'm not. I called called another bank, too, uh, to talk to him about it. I explained the situation, and dude's like, honestly, he's like, you're fucked. Like, he's like, there's... He's like, there's nothing you can do. He says, you got to wait. He says, I might be okay if I can show really strong tax returns this upcoming year. Yeah, because this would technically be the second year to tell improvement has been is, around. Yep. So if I can show really strong this upcoming year. And only on toots? Uh, I can't know. So, oh, did you have to show both? Uh, It doesn't matter as long as like both of them work as long as it shows income on on the hold, holding company or for home improvement just so dumb but yeah i mean i kind of failed too so my plan um was i got a va loan on a four unit so i live in a four unit right now and i wanted to get another four unit um on an fha uh, fha loan mm-hmm. and you're allowed to do it but uh I keep getting denied by banks and they're saying you can't do it because they'll know what you're doing, which is trying to get more investment loans for low money down. Yeah. But there, there's no rule saying you can't do it. So I'm stuck. Well, I might buy a mansion. Honestly, I, I might just buy like a six, $700,000 house and throw like 20 people in it or something like that. But How hard do we think mortgage lending is? I think we have to have more money. Let's get well, no. I'm saying I'm saying. What if you got your because cause you can get your mortgage license to just give out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because don't you just do the reaching out to banks? Yeah, because so then I, as the mortgage lender, would then call every bank to try and get it. I suppose we just run into the same damn issue though. Yeah, you. Would. How would you get a bank approved? Yeah, correct. I yeah. Damn. Mm. Yeah, Sean and I are only. That's just like insurance agency shopping. I didn't even think of that until yeah. I started talking. I think we like figured out our only saving grace would be if we like, if it was contingent on selling this house, because like obviously we can pay for this house. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just like, yeah, we'll just. Uh... I guess the only thing is, so like on the VA loan, I know you can make like a lot less money, and you, but once you buy it, you can. This sound like a four unit or something. You can take the rent from the property you're buying under a VA loan and use that rent as part of your income. 
Okay. So you guys might be able to still get a multi-unit, but mm. it would be, you know, yeah. your plan. But yeah, you might be able to use the rent as, like, part of your income. But okay. the only thing is you have to use Sam's income on Sean's VA loan. So I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, we right. have. And we don't yeah. wait till we get married. Yeah. Which is yeah. 40 days away. So that's not too bad. Yeah, that's true. That's not too bad. At this rate, we kind of just decided we, um, well, we'll obviously, like, probably look for some kind of multifamily. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll probably just put up a fence and try and stick it out for another year. Yeah. Sean's going to go crazy, but. Yeah. Or, uh, if I, if I find a fixer upper, then I'll just do a commercial loan and then refi out of it next year. Yeah. If it's allowed. So. so that's our only, our hopes. Love it. Mm. Love Luckily, it. Luckily the house that we were trying to figure out if we could get a loan for, um, we hated it. So that we didn't sense. hate it. We did not hate it. <laughs> Pretty close to hating it, John. I guess you hated it. What was wrong with it? The only thing the only thing I did not like about it was whoever finished the basement was a DIYer. So the three hundred fifty thousand dollar house and the basement some guy finished so you could see all the drywall seams. They didn't have trim around this random uh, closet they put the, in, yeah. the whole, in the wall. It, it, they, they, their texture was very, it wasn't very uniform. So some places it looked like it was bleeding. Other places it was really spotty. Yeah. Ryan, do you see like how you can see the, the seams right there in the yeah. ceiling? Can you see that ridge? Yeah. Um, it was worse than that. It was worse than that. And it's in a, and it's in a freaking $350,000 house compared to a $200,000 house. Yep. It's not. $200,000 house, I'd look past that, but yep. three fifty. I don't know. You're correct. Well, that's so, yeah, we bought this house at one forty five, and I saw all that shit when we bought the house, and I was just like, ah, it's a $145,000 house, whatever. Yep. But when I'm looking at a $350,000 house, I'm like, I can't look past this. Like, if we're spending that much money, it better be fucking perfect. Yeah. And it was like all of the, like, this exact same trim that's like around the windows and the doors, like the cheap. It was very old. It was a very like old looking one. It was just bad. But it had five garage stalls and a fenced in one acre yard, and that shit turned me on like and a no, pool, pool porch. It was just beautiful. <coughs> Everything else was beautiful, um, but I was just like ah, whatever. The concept of the house was wonderful. Yeah. Very open or. Yeah. Nah, it was a buy level. Yeah. Not, not my favorite. Pretty open. But, yeah. Um, I don't know if Catherine's going to show us any more houses, though. <laughs> yeah, Catherine was just like, have you guys... Con-? After I was just like, Catherine, this place is so awesome. Why did, they, why did some guy decide on a $350,000 house to finish it himself? And she's just like, have you guys considered building? And we're just like, yeah, yeah, that's probably what we should you do. You should build your house. Have Sean build it from the like the ground up. Well, we'd probably have Sean and Nate and Kyle work yeah. on it. Well, yeah, not yeah. Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it because we want it to be structurally sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have thought about that, like uh, um, hiring Nate and then just being like, "Yeah, dude, I'll just fuck. I'm just gonna help you for two months, knock this bitch out, mm-hmm. and then I can just be like, yeah, I help build this house.' Like, right? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. It would be. Our only issue is one going to be finding land anywhere. Finding enough land. Yeah. I suppose, I mean, if everything goes how we plan, we won't need to really be in the city of Eau Claire in two to three years when we'd probably want to build one. So we probably could look further out. Yeah, we could definitely go outskirts. Yeah. I always thought, what do, how do you think it would work, like, cold calling and uh, sending letters to just, like, vacant land? Oh, we're doing it. Yeah, like, I think that'd be good. The only thing is I just don't know what it's worth. I Oh, I don't know what it would be worth, like, resale, but that's what we're thinking of doing for our personal property. Yeah, we've, like, even scouted some out in, like, Lake Halley mm-hmm. before we even talked about building a house just that's to, like, get it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we definitely have... Uh, looked into it especially mm. if someone could like chop it up to like they own 20 acres and you're like hey can you just sell me this two acres you know like, oh fuck they, i didn't even think of that like, oh i did yeah like pay a premium to own this two acres that you really really want yeah i didn't think about cutting it like having them cut it up or just buying two acres from them that's yeah. really cool i think we'd probably want at least five acres but i think if i could get five acres it would be enough for me to be very happy mm-hmm. i want like a thousand That'd be so fucking Wait, cool, dude. How much? How much does uh, Nate have in Mondovi or wherever? Uh he's got 
I think like 12 where he lives right now, but then he's got another parcel, I think, with like 26. I think something like that. Hey, Nate. Yeah. Dude, I know. I know. I fucking, I'm jelly town. You could be neighbors. That'd be so cool, Wait, dude. Wait, we. We could be, be neighbors. So cool. Yeah, I, I definitely want to get some land. I don't remember who the hell I was talking to. They were telling me you could, you could find land in like Montana and you can buy it on eBay. Like you can buy these little cabins in Montana on eBay for like next to nothing. Oh yeah, who was telling us this? Someone was definitely. Uh, Setzer, Jake Setzer. Yes. Yep, was telling us you can buy fucking land in, on eBay in Montana with like a cabin. I don't know if I trust that. I don't know, dude. I mean, I know people buy like supercars and cool cars on eBay all the time. To people buy all sorts of crazy shit on eBay. It's a fucking eBay sale. Why wouldn't it be legitimate? Ryan, you don't know how much random shit I've sold on eBay lately. Wouldn't it be cool, though, to just fucking buy a goddamn property on eBay and then you just have land? I Go ahead. Isn't eBay, like, if you want a refund within this amount of time, you can just, like, be like, I want a refund. Like, this is bad, right? Holy Um, shit. If it's not what they advertised, um, you can request a partial... refund um but it is up to like ebay's discretion if like they grant like so the seller can accept or deny it um and then you can contest it and it's up to ebay if it's the truth or not yeah but you gotta figure so i would figure right if it's like you can buy this land and in return you get a land deed for this and they don't give you the deed dude that's full fully false Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, like, for that, yeah. you definitely... But, but I'm saying, like, if you, like, go there and you're like, oh, this land is shit. Like, this is not what they told me. Yeah. Then you yep. can, like, yeah, try and request, like, a partial refund or return the deed or whatever. Yeah, I would definitely be on Google Maps satellite and that shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. To be like, is this worth it? And um, then, uh, yeah. I have to be honest. I think it was last Christmas. I kept, like, seeing those advertisements for... um. Like buying land in like Scotland or something. Oh yeah. And you yeah, become yeah. a a knight or a, what was it? Yeah, you you would just buy a square. Yeah, you get like it's like a little one foot by one foot square yeah. or something. Um, and then when I found out that it, what they were advertising was not correct, um, you need to actually like have land with a house on it. Yep. Um, I then definitely looked at buying land in scotland just for your christmas present last year that'd been dope yeah they, you could actually get some like pretty cheap like chunks of land probably oh, in the middle oh, of nowhere oh stop oh stop stop on shitty land um that's true interesting dude i would be down to buy some fucking land overseas as soon as we're allowed to travel that way <sighs> eventually that may be a while, but dude, I would definitely go buy some shit. Um, <clears throat> well, the dogs just barked. God I definitely dogs. jinxed us. Yeah, way to go, with Sam. Oh, it's been God. gone. It's been like ten episodes. It has been a while. I just want to talk. I want to be on the podcast, right? Actually, that's a good way to look at it. There you go. Have you guys started looking at vacation rentals yet? We. What's the goal? I guess. Our we came up with a plan. Um, it is our first twelve week year thing is to like do some research mm-hmm. that's my first 12 week year and we don't start that till february 1st yep. and so sam's got to research it to understand the ins and outs of it and then the second uh 12 week year we'll have this year will be going and getting one mm-hmm. um but we looked at some we looked at like some in um in like the mountains of south carolina and north carolina um for like Almost, it, it'd almost be like a dual purpose, right? Because it would be good for in winter when you can snowboard in those mountains. Um, but it's also like during the summer, you'd have a pretty cool oasis that you could rent. Mm-hmm. So it almost, to, to me, my thought was, yes, that one's down the ocean. But I think it would rent out pretty good all year round. Oh, yeah, being near the mountains, definitely. Right. Um, so we looked at a couple, and those were pretty reasonable. I think we were finding like like three bed one bath little chalet things on the side of the mountain for like it's like two hundred thousand. yeah that's not bad no, no. yeah so oh. we were thinking of either that or one closer to the ocean south carolina yep or um in like in or around destin florida where we originally planned on getting married 
Yeah. I vote somewhere warm. Yeah. I can go there. Yeah. The Destin, Florida ones, those seem to have insane profit margins. Yeah. Um, the purchase prices on them are like starting at 400000 for ones that make like decent money up to obviously millions, but... Um, I think you can get a pretty good foothold around like five to six hundred thousand, um, and those ones pull in a profit like forty to sixty thousand a year. That's crazy. Yeah. So depending on what we decide, if we decide we're gonna try and go to Europe for the honeymoon, we either go to Europe or we'll try going to Florida to check some. Yeah. Or we'll just do both. I wonder how, like, who's? Do you have to get a local bank in that area to finance it, or who's gonna finance? I don't know. That might be a good that's research a, thing. That's a phenomenal question we're going to need to find out. Oh, we could probably ask Patrick. I think so. Oh, Jesh and Audrey, too, would know. Both of them would know. Yeah, because Patrick got his house in Puerto Rico. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely banks, I feel like, that finance everywhere, but probably yeah. not the banks we use. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard. Hey, hey, Travis, can you uh, can you catch a flight down to Florida and let me go appraise this house for me? Let me know what we're looking at. I mean, probably U.S. Bank, right? Dude, Isn't actually, yeah, right. Banks we out, yeah, we checked out U.S. Bank. Their commercial side was actually pretty fair. I mean, you needed twenty percent down, but we figured you'd need twenty percent down anyways, investing in that. Yeah. Um, but they were what was it? Three point two five. We're looking at. So probably three point five now. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, twenty five year lock with five year arm. Um. So I mean, it's it was pretty decent. Um. Yeah, but you got to put twenty percent down. So tough. That's t- dude. We we've been spoiled with ten percent down. Yeah, I, I think about putting twenty percent down on something. And I just want to throw up. Oh my gosh, we yeah. were looking at some. Of, are we putting in the purchase prices uh, in our documents of all the houses? Oh yeah. And one of them, Sean was just like, "Wait, we had to bring that much money?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, it's because we had to put twenty percent down." Yeah. He's like, "I forgot we had to do that for a while." Awful, dude. I'm so glad that's not our life. So anymore. we would have struggled a lot more, I think. We've done half the deals. Yeah, we would have had to pause a lot earlier for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even the what you did three or four with twenty percent down. We did. Like back to back to back. Three with tw- three three loans with twenty percent down, and, and that, that was... freaking milked us. Yeah. That was that hard enough. Us. Yeah. But yeah, no crazy. More than that. No, now we live that 10% life. And I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else you got for us today, Sam? Me? Huh. Yeah. Um, I had something else, and then I completely forgot what it was. Dang. What do you got for us, Ryan? To be honest, I don't know. When when Are, are you training for a half marathon? Oh, man. So, I literally... Well, I got sick, you know, like two week, for like last two weeks I've been sick. I'm finally almost there. Mm-hmm. The day before I got sick, I ran I think two and a half or three miles. Mm-hmm. Slow, very slow. And uh, I got really, really sick after. Like the next morning I'm like, dude, is it the run or is it this? And I'm pretty sure I had COVID, but mm-hmm. I haven't ran since. And I'm going to wait for like another probably week. And then I'm going to probably die on the treadmill again. Yeah. I wait, you running. did all that? Wait, you did all that running on a treadmill? Well, it's negative 10. I cannot run outside right now. I just cry. What's it? Yeah. Now you can. It's it's twenty. Dude, this week's warm. Twenty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. This week you can. My lungs right now, like they're not all the way back. So if I run outside, I literally just. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sean, you should tell everyone about our uh, basement of the motel. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about that. No, on this. I don't know, maybe if it's uh, it's too much for. No, no, no. Life, it, there's there's nothing too much for Tuesday's life. All right, guys. So Ryan and I own this motel, and um, <clears throat> and. The the owner's kid lived in the basement. He was supposedly running the joint before we purchased it. And uh, we we walked through, and when we did our walkthrough, it was pretty dirty, but not like... It was nasty, but it wasn't like crazy, crazy nasty. At least I didn't think so. Um, And then part of the contingency was he got to stay there for five more months, five or six more months. And so we did not walk down to the basement for five months. Then he moved out and we went downstairs. And that is the nastiest shit I have ever seen in my life. And we found we found a dead cat before in properties. We found 
dog shit throughout the whole darn house. As well as human feces, I think. As long and it didn't touch this place. It didn't even like it didn't even beep on the radar. And so Ryan and I are like, all right. We just thought well so what we thought we thought it was just all trash. So we just hired a couple guys, three guys, to come in and clean it out because we thought it was all just like moldy trash. And empty pop bottles too, right? There's a bunch of empty like two liters. Of empty two liters. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's annoying, but it's just a lot of garbage. Nasty living, a lot of garbage, whatever. We get a couple guys in there. We start getting phone calls. And they're like, there's these all these pop bottles are full of piss. And I'm like, what do you mean they're full of piss? No, they're not. They're like, it's all piss. It smells like urine. And I'm like, what? And they keep going. I'm getting more phone calls. They're like, there's human feces (laughs) everywhere. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, he's got a shit corner. He shit all over his sheets. He's got rolled up sheets. Just shit all over. He's got shit all over the bed. I'm like, what in the world? Because it didn't smell that bad, right? It wasn't, it, like, it didn't smell good, but it wasn't, like, awful. It wasn't like I need to Like, be there was feces everywhere? Yeah, while, I think. I think so. I think it dried up for about a month, is why it was all right. Um, so these guys are just like, there's shit everywhere. Then they're like, we got poked by some needles. And I'm like, guys, you guys need to be careful down there. Like, if, you, if there's human feces everywhere and needles, you guys got to be careful. Like, this ain't good. And, like, wear gloves. Yeah, they're not wearing gloves. I'm like, you're picking up human shit without gloves. I'm like, I told all you guys to bring gloves before I even knew there was poop in here. So, anyhow, they finished cleaning it out. I have I got so many phone calls. And I'm like, guys, make sure. I was like, go wash your hands. Like, ugh, you better not be touching your phones without t- washing your hands. Um... But anyway, so I'm like, how bad, right? Like, how bad was this really? So I'm curious because I'm getting phone calls. But I'm like, maybe they're just kind of drama queens, right? I go to the toilet and open up the toilet to see. There is dried, crusty shit, three quarters filled up in the toilet. So this dude was just taking shits on top of shits <laughs> on top of shits in his toilet that did not work anymore. And, um, and I was like, all right, they weren't lying. And then we go and Ryan, so then Ryan and I are like, we got to clean this joint out. So we get fucking the hazmat suits on, but Ryan can't wear a mask because he's got bronchitis. And so he's having a hard time breathing. So here I am. I got my respirator on. I got my full fucking kit on, full body suit, everything. And Ryan doesn't. Tell, tell us, Ryan, what happened when you picked up that couch cushion? Yeah, so I uh, picked up this couch cushion, and I'm pretty sure there was human feces underneath the couch cushion and slammed up against the whole couch. And I'm actually, like, when it comes to nasty stuff, I would say I'm I'm up there. Like, I can handle it, like, really, really, really well. I do not know another human who yeah. can handle nasty shit like you can. And I got a whiff of it, basically, and I, I didn't throw up, but I heaved and almost died in the corner, and I was crying, and I was like, dude, like, I want to go home. <laughs> that was basically where I was at, but I was like, we got to get it done, because we had a dump trailer that had to go, so. Dude, so I'm here watching the strongest stomach man I've ever seen in my life gagging, and I was like, dude, this place is not good. like this ain't good so we got it cleaned out we got everything tore out thrown away so now it is habitable um and that's that's what our goal was kind of habitable kind of habitable (laughs) kind of habitable um that's our goal though our goal was to like get the human feces and nasty shit out of there um and now it's just like fine-tuned cleaning and then building framing in for a new uh a new bedroom wait what do you do with the toilet oh it's still there Still shit filled <laughs> and attached. We gotta call our plumber for that, right? Yeah, I'm gonna call Matt Munson and be like, Matt, bro, I need a new toilet. I actually might just do that to fuck with him because he's gonna go out there and change out a, a tub surround. He probably won't complain. He probably will just make it happen. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with him. Be like, hey, Matt, after that, like, hey, come check out this toilet. I just need a new. This one isn't working. Could you tell me why? <laughs> and he'll open it up and he'll just be like, dude, fuck. 
you. And then he'll change it out. I mean, that is what plumbers do, so. Damn, Jeez. dude. That shit's You crazy. never told me about that, that oh. you had to go finish cleaning it. It's just a day in the life. See? There's something else you held for me. Yeah, because here's the deal. It's a day in the life of Ryan and Sean. We do some nasty shit. I mean, that's true. Yes, and I don't think you wanted to know about that. I no. didn't tell you, that's for damn sure. God. It's just, ain't no one enjoying that. Honestly, I don't know if I could pay someone to do that. Well, that's you just, did. I know. Like, I feel kind of, like, usually I'm like, guys, stop being girls. Like, this time, I kind of felt bad after, like, doing that, just the couch. So Yeah, dude, we did the, we did the carpet, a couple couches, and I was like, dude, you guys are the ones that actually picked up, like, the bed that had shit all over it. Like, you guys picked up all the piss bottles, all the shit blankets. Like, man. How, like, how do you just decide to live like that, right? Like. I personally believe drugs. I agree. I guess if, yeah, if there was needles, that would make sense. I don't know of any other explanation for how somebody could live like that. Did he still have his dog? Yes. It also bit Sean on the walkthrough. Yeah, oh, I, I remember that. Fuck, maybe I got fucking rabies. No, you'd be dead by now. Bet. Maybe I fucking won with the we, rabies. We actually need to YouTube some of that stuff. Like, it has to, because I think it'd go viral, but <laughs> Sean getting bit by a dog, I think that would, that would help. That would definitely help us fucking walk through a shithole Sean getting bit by dog. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch it like a hundred times. Dude, that makes mm-hmm. sense though. Like why that dog was like that. Oh, dude, I don't blame that dog one second for biting me if that's what his his living well, conditions are. So the are. guy said that he never let his dog go. It, it just like they never saw. It. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do I feel so bad for that dog, dude? Wherever that guy moved to, I really hope he gets some gets some medical attention. Oh my god. And goodness. I hope that dog gets dude, that dog living in a pound would be way happier than where it is now. Oh hell yeah. The problem is with dude, some like proper training too. Right, oh my god. Right. The problem is that dog's had so much trauma, right? Like how do you how You do you, you can. Yeah. Like there's definitely ones that like you definitely can fix them. Um, train them. I don't know. Yeah. Um Yeah, God, that just that sucks. That's rough. So, if there's anybody listening to this that wants to be cleaners for Ryan and I uh, on projects we find like this, just let us know. We'll hire you. Find dead cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit. Yeah, they probably didn't get paid enough that day. I And so, they asked for, like, a little more that day than normal. And I was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to pay it. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little more because uh, cause it's, you're hurting. Mm-hmm. Smart. All right, last last big question. Yeah. Um, what's the plan for Sean's bachelor party? Because I like bachelor parties are my thing, and I'm hearing nothing, and I I can't let you get off the hook. <laughs> so 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 we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chat with Kyle. Kyle's got some few things in the works. So, um, you're you, when are you going down, Ryan? I don't know. I'll be there for the bachelor party. Okay. Sure. So we're thinking of doing uh, like fast go-karts in, during the day on Sunday. And then machine guns. Machine guns. Machine guns will be fun, I think. And then um, <coughs> uh, machine guns and then nice dinner. And then uh, the nude exploresque show. Burlesque? Yeah. The, the nude shows, yeah. And then the strip club. I don't know. I'm scared, dude. The strip clubs in Vegas. I yeah. Okay. I, I'm he, scared. He has to be functional for two days later. I'm scared, dude. So Monday, maybe not. Tuesday, you'll be alright. I know. Also, we're going to the Hoover Dam on Monday, so I know. Still needs function. I know. If we do strip clubs, dude, I might actually die. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're gonna go to the Hoover Dam, and you're gonna be sweating some stuff out and just baking. That's what's gonna happen. Honestly, that's that's what needs to happen. I'll be fucking. It'll be good for Tuesday. Slamming water. Prepping for Tuesday. Um, but yeah, so far for uh, the bachelor party for the things I really want to do. Machine guns. Exploresque. Bur- burlesque, burlesque. Burlesque show. Um, and then driving go-karts during the day sounds kind of fun. Are you going to be VIP in, at the burlesque show? Obvi. What's that mean? What's VIP? Oh, it's when you're right at the stage. You get like, uh, yeah, f- front stage and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to get Sean on the stage. Oh, Fuck, that would be even worse than a strip club because there's a whole damn audience then. 
I mean, if we're up front, you had a high high chance. Mm. I think. That's true. And we'll uh, do general admin. I'm going to. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to? Uh, You're going to a magic mic show. Yeah, magic magic mic. Oh, Eva loves that shit. So. Mm, oh yeah. yeah, Eva's coming. Um, Marie did tell me I need to not wear a dress because you're more likely to go on stage if you have pants on. You're more likely to go on stage if you have pants on. Yeah. Huh. What does that mean? That they won't take you. Like they won't bring you on stage if you are wearing a dress. So you're going to wear your dress? Hell no. You're wearing... You just want to get all the male attention. <laughs> you Obviously. Be on stage. I'm going to tell you what, dude. I've seen some shit, dude. It's going to be the next dance and bear. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Ryan knows. Oh. Every single man listening to this knows it's going to be a dance Let's and bear. Let's not explain uh, that. We're not explaining show. it on the show. Look up Dancing Bear if you want to know. Do not do it at work. Um, that's what I imagine this Magic Mike thing is going to turn into. I don't know. Um, meanwhile, we're going to be nice and PG-13. Oh, in yeah. <laughs> um, so. I don't, because they don't go nude at at the Magic Magic Mike or Thunderdown Under. You know what? I think they just have that's, like the song, the banana hammocks. They don't think but they like try to get you to go nude. Oh, no. that definitely happens. No, that, they definitely don't happens. at the Magic Might ones. Yeah, oh, have you been to them? Well, they show you video. Like, They're I've seen videos of them. They wouldn't put that on video. Oh, my God. No, they don't. It's not like female strip clubs. I don't believe you for a second. Oh, my goodness. I bet you mine is going to be way, way more PG than yours. I don't know. Girls, when they get drunk, definitely get more crazy than guys. I have 175%. That yeah. is a fact. We kind of just how, like, are how we are, and the drunk just makes us stupider. That's Girls it. get horny. That's true. <laughs> Girls get freaky. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> they get cray. If you don't believe me, watch Dancing Bear. Oh, goodness. I'm telling you. I did not Whatever. think this is what I was going to go about. It's facts. <laughs> you asked. It's factual. Yeah, I, I but, just wanted to see what was up. Yeah, dude, I think it's Kyle. So Kyle's going to do a Facebook group, uh, and we're going to get that rolling. Um, I'm kind of excited. It should be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just excited to go to Vegas now, bro. You have, like, it's way... Yes. You have way more things planned than I do. What do you have planned? Uh... Well, we're going to go to the spa in the morning to get nails and facials done. Okay. And then... They also give facials at the Dancing Bear show. <laughs> keep going. I highly doubt they would do that at the Magic Mike show. They don't okay. get naked. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, And then dinner and then the Magic Mike show. That's all we have planned. Dinner, Magic... Okay. And strip club. I really want... I wanted to do a pole dancing class. Okay. Um, but it was a hundred dollars a person. I was like, eh, we already are paying, um, like we already are paying for the magic mics to show and other things. So. That is tough to ask. Like you're <clears throat> for like you yourself. Yeah. It's easy to justify that, but it's really hard to ask your friends. Like, hey guys, are you willing to spend five hundred bucks each for my bachelor? At party, a lot of them aren't going to be down. Right. So that's um, like that's why I was just like, uh, I'd rather not. Yeah. So I think we'll probably go gambling and then probably just hang out in the room because we have a giant-ass room. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm definitely horrible with that. I'm like, guys, bring your wallets. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring my wallet, Sean. Thanks, buddy. I'm definitely, dude, I plan on losing some fucking money, dude. Yeah, we're definitely gambling. Sean and I learned about max betting. It's just the only way to gamble now. Mm-hmm. I just like it doesn't even feel like just sitting there betting like a dollar, dollar fifty, two dollars. I'm like this just isn't doing anything for me. I will say anything higher than three dollars was very scary for me. Three dollars was like my max I could do. I remember when we were in Vegas last time we were betting fifteen dollars a bet. Oh, that shit makes you wake up. Oh, were you talking about? Oh, the no, it wasn't it was ten dollars? Ten dollars bet, ten dollars bet, ten dollars bet. But there was five of us going in on it. Dude, one time I fucked up the. Uh, uh, the little multiplier because you got the multiplier the oh, one yeah, cent, yeah. two cent, ten cent and I did like a two dollar bet on a ten cent and I thought I was going to throw up because it was fucking twenty dollars and I didn't notice it because I thought like your your things like move so I threw a hundred dollars and you're, you're like it moves the decimal place mm-hmm. and so I like hit it whatever I hit it again and I'm like that really looks like I'm almost out of money <sighs> and then I like Saw the ten cent thing and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And so then I moved it and it made me really sick. Yep. 
that was probably the fast. No, that's not true. I have lost thousands of dollars on crypto in seconds. <clears throat> yep. Love that shit. Wait, seconds? In seconds. I haven't done that. That's for sure. But. They, uh, Bitcoin did a big uh, drop off, and I lost two thousand dollars in five seconds. And I, I was about to throw up. I mean, that does sound like me every time market opens for the last about a month. But yeah, sounds about right. That was that was back when I only had ten grand in the market though. Oh. So when twenty percent of your money disappears in like five seconds, I was like, oh. And now I, I just now, dude, that's that's every open market for you and I. We just laugh. Like, just go, yeah, my bank account's going down. Another day, another day in the in the red. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, I'm officially going to miss the gym. Oh, I missed the gym. All right, hey, Ryan, um, where, where do people find you? Uh, I have an Instagram. It's just Ryan Jason Gray, and that's really it. Follow if it. If you want to sell me your house, um, call me at 714-6-7-4-5. Call him. All right. We should probably not post that because then we're going to have. No, post it. Okay. All right, no, Sam. Yeah, don't, don't actually call me, but. You can call these guys tutors of life, but... There we go. Okay, check us out on the Instagram at tutors of life and read my blogs and Sam's blogs. At tutorsoflife.com. Yep. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.